Welcome back to another edition of Off the Record. Mamba was making fun of me as we did our little intro there. I think we did press record though, so maybe Dylan can like edit that in. Coming down in three, two, and one. Uh, but anyways, it's just us two this week. Hectic schedules coming back from Martinsville, partying with Ryan Blaney for Halloween, getting ready to go to Phoenix, which means that we didn't have a lot of time to A, secure guests, and B, guests to be secured did not have the time to become guests. So anyways, that's my long way of saying it's me and Mamba this week. So Mamba, welcome. I'm glad that we get to uh, to uh, spend some time with each other because it's been a while because last week you left me high and dry. I did not. I invited you to the Halloween party and you didn't make it. Yeah, I could. It's because I had a serious shift at 3 p.m. yesterday and I would have had to drive from Charlotte back to D.C. in time to make my shift. And we all know that I would not have been feeling well the next morning. So can, it was just a business all, decision. Can we all just appreciate the Davy Siegel hustle? My man here is a grinder. All he does, all he does is work and work. And I man, it's impressive how you get it all done. I don't really know how you do it. I don't either. Yeah. I think uh our boy Jeff Gluck was texting me the other day. He was like, How do you do all these podcasts? And I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i got victory oh. lane i got front stretch i got yeah. this it's a, it's a mess oh davy's like oh i have an hour oh oh my camera yeah you froze you just, i can still hear you but you froze and now you're gone we're, we're on the mac now so. all right we're, we're mac back. attack is back anyways okay. you were talking about anyway. how i was a grinder so keep going <laughs> keep inflating yeah, my ego so yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, Davey, guys, Davey literally finds an hour to do this with me. And this is something that we we started talking about earlier on this year. We're like, we want to bring stories. We want to talk to people. We want to, you know, show a different side of the sport. We want to go off the record. Mom. We want to go off the record and be a little more raw, right? Not TV yeah. style. We want to be a little more genuine not not that you know when our camera just goes off and we can throw f-bombs and have our producer edit that out exactly just like that so yeah. uh right it's been really fun and i'm excited for where we're going uh we both are going to phoenix and yes, it sir. is championship week and i'm excited but before we get to that davy you were dead center in the middle of not a brawl but a i don't know a war of words between all mm-hmm. these drivers. What was that like at Martinsville? Wild. It was it was wild. Jeff uh, Jeff Gluck did a good job of kind of like setting the scene on Twitter because I initially, we walk, we walk outside after the race and Bowman's on the front stretch. Denny pulls up. He's not pleased. And he's showing his displeasure. The crowd is going nuts for Bowman slash Denny pulling up there. And then when Denny pulls around and then he parks on pit road, uh, Bowman is still like getting out of his car throughout this. And then when Bowman starts to be interviewed, I can hear that. At least I thought I heard that on the PA, uh, through TV or MRN, whatever it was. And then the crowd starts booing like crazy. So I was like, okay, maybe he said something and maybe they're mad at him because he spun a playoff guy. But then turns out that they were booing Denny because they showed Denny on the big screen. But my mind was like, well, they wouldn't boo Denny. It's Martinsville. It's one of his home tracks. No, no. <laughs> as he said after the race, he's like, it's just Chase Elliott fans, quote, they don't think straightly, as he said, with a straight deadpan face. Uh, it was wild to be in the middle of it all. And then, you know, from my perspective, you're hearing this, you're trying to grab content. 
Uh, that was around the start finish line. I run down to turns one and two because I wanted to see if anything was going to happen with Hamlin and Kyle Busch and Brad Keselowski. Uh, nothing really did. Kyle was just kind of standing there soaking it all in, clearly pissed because he got wrecked by Brad coming to the start finish line um, and then kind of wrecked himself across Brad's nose in turn one. And then Denny was trying to be calmed down by Chris Gabehart after he called Bowman a hack and threw another F-bomb on NBC. It was it was nuts. And then we go back to the bullpen and Kyle Bush is calling out Brad saying that I should beat the shit out of him. Uh, then he dropped the R word, which is super not cool. Sensitivity not, training for you, yeah, Kyle Bush. Yeah, not cool at all. We were talking before we started recording. Literally, as soon as he said that, I think we might have been like looking at each other, me and Kyle Bush. As soon as he said that, I was like, yeah, that's a fine. <laughs> and he actually didn't get fine, but that's not cool. Anyways, so all these different things are happening. And to be honest, I wasn't 100% sure who was in and who was out. I was still trying to like get it all in my mind, but I saw Truex and James Small dapping it up. So I'm saying, okay, they're in. Chase is obviously in. Larson's obviously in. And then I was thinking, okay, well, Denny, even though he got spun and he's mad, he's in. So I was kind of like, okay, now I need to formulate questions to ask these guys, uh, which I tried to do, but it was a whirlwind. It was wild. It was crazy. And that's just what you get with Martinsville in the cutoff race. Besides, I think you could probably put 1A, 1B, Daytona yeah. as the regular season cutoff to get yeah. the playoff field set, and Martinsville as the cutoff to go to the championship four. Probably two of the best decisions that NASCAR has made schedule-wise I mean, in a really long time. It was I awesome. mean, and the, and the Roval's right there, right? The Roval is an mm -hmm. elimination race, right? Yeah, it is. And yeah, so is right. Bristol this year as well. So, I mean – Thank you. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. Except say <laughs> Bristol, <you>. Roval, <laughs> Martinsville. That's pretty good. It's pretty good. And Daytona, to, you know, but so loving it. Uh, I was in the grandstands actually. So I was standing, I was sitting on the front stretch just before like section O we're up, we're up top. And I'm like, okay. Cause I got Twitter spaces and I know there's no service at the yeah. racetrack when there's <laughs> so many people. So I'm yeah. like, all right, End of the race, we need to drive 30 minutes as far as we can so I can get service. Do that, get on Twitter space with NASCAR, actually drive into a dead zone. So I drove out did. and then like in the middle of it dropped and then it came back and I was like, oh man. So I felt bad about that. But so we're getting up and we're walking out, out the top and all of a sudden we hear these showering of booze. We're like, oh, Bowman one, like, okay, time to go. Like Blaney didn't make it, sucks. I'm going to go lick my wounds a little bit and head back to the house. And we hear all these boos and I turn around and Denny is up in the door of the 48. Yeah. And, and then Bowman, and I don't know if everyone knows this, but Bowman is a, is working on being a drifter now. And he mm -hmm. basically does some of his drift move and you can <laughs> see the left, <laughs> dude, the left front locks up and he's like, Phew. I was like, yeah. Oh, that, that was kind of cool. Yeah. Like, we're about to, we're about to battle. Like what are we about to see? Horns um, locked, baby. Dude, I honestly, what I would have done if it was me, I would have kept doing that donut and I would have around him. Well, there's not enough room at Martinsville to do it around. Yeah. They can barely and there was a, there. there was like cameras there on foot. Like there was a guy with the yeah. camera on foot. That that's another reason why I think after the fact, a lot of fans are a little pissed at Denny as well, because you know, it's one thing if you do it on the racetrack, but I mean, there's some validity to that argument of, I mean, he was coming in hot, like real hot. And there was yeah. a person there. So that was a little bit on the dangerous scale. Yeah, yeah. And so I would have just kept doing the donut right in front of him. 
like like in Fast and Furious, yeah. like Tokyo Drift, just like right. And it, what's Denny gonna do? Like what? Literally yeah. ram into him mid donut. He's he's smart enough. He's not gonna like. Do that. Then he's gonna look. Then he might get suspended doing that because you. Then yeah. we're talking about Bowman Gray style of like using your car as a weapon, and yeah. it gets really gets really weird. And that, I think it was it was either Gabe Hart or Lambert was on the radio, at, like yeah. right as he finished doing the horns lock thing on the front stretch, and he said, "Be smart, big picture," because. If he did something that was egregious in NASCAR's view, I, I think it would take a lot to suspend I, a championship four driver for the championship race. But, I mean, if he did something bad, that that, that could have been on the table. So, you never know. But that I, I will nice. ask you this. I have a question, though. So, the victory lane celebration or the front stretch celebration, I've never yeah. driven a race car. I don't know what it's like to win. Um if you were have would have been a winner in that scenario, right? You're celebrating at Martinsville short track, like your first short track win for Bowman, and somebody comes up and tries to yuck your yum and is getting in, in the way of your celebration. Bowman's the most even keel, cool, calm, yeah. collected, even mannered guy. But would you be pissed off in that situation if somebody tried to, you know, dampen your parade? Listen, I'm I'm a very emotional individual. You which don't means say. Which means as an athlete, I'm way on. So I'm also super petty. So I would have won, done what I did, what, what I said, which is like celebrate right in front of you. Oh, you're going to step on my stage? Like, no, you're not. You know, but two, I would have I would have been pissed and I probably would have want to throw down. Honestly, like I, I would love to see these guys do that more. Dude, I think that's kind of what we what Could we you have more. imagined if Denny pulls up, gets out of his car, like motions for Bowman to come out and they just went at it. Could you imagine? That would be give the most epic moment in NASCAR history. Better than give, 79. Give me that. Like that's Inject what I want. Inject it into my veins. That's what everybody wants. That's what everybody Sick. wants. Like, yeah. like they get mad at each other and it's almost like they get so mad at each other, but they still, there's like a shred of respect yeah. underlying of like, you know, not going to, go that far and i don't mm -hmm. i don't know why exactly because um i don't know if it's respect i just don't know what it is because i would throw down yeah like i'd rather you and to, to that point i would rather somebody punch me in the face after the race than wreck my race car now it's different on the cup level right because they're not working on their own stuff but my mm -hmm. guys are like my guys gotta take that thing back yeah. to the shop it's and put different. it tear it. it's more work right don't don't <laughs> don't penalize my guys like i'm right here my face will heal in a hot minute my race car takes money and effort my <laughs> my face will heal by itself yeah so you know i loved it though it was great honestly the the truck race too well like I was, I, you, you led me right into that because you're talking yeah. about respect <laughs> look i have said for a long time and it, my mind has been changed this year i've said for a long time that the truck series is my favorite series in nascar this year, it's been Xfinity because the racing's phenomenal. The package yeah. is great. The talent, the, it's so deep. I still love the truck series, and I always will. But we've seen in recent years, and especially in recent weeks, that the respect level is just completely going down. It's almost non-existent, right? And it's across the board because, you know, veteran drivers will blame the young drivers. And then the young drivers will say, well, the system is making me have to be aggressive because I'm trying to move up. I have this trajectory. But the veterans aren't totally innocent either. And we kind of saw it come to a head and boil over into 
something that I don't think pure racing fans really like to see. I mean, there was what 89 of 200 or whatever laps run under caution. Come on. I mean, we we, we can't have that. I mean, Zane Smith, he wins. He's got to do what he's got to do. That's great. But the way that he got it done and then Stuart Friesen wrecking the 38 and, and the the 88 and the 98, there was just so, and obviously Austin Wayne self and John Hunter, there was just so many head scratching, you know, face palm moments in that truck race that made you say, what are we doing? Like, where is the line? Where's the line of respect here? And it's the third time I've mentioned Jeff Gluck, but he wrote in his top five column of about that. Like, where is the line? Because you could clearly see in the truck race that was crossed in the Xfinity race. It was unbelievably respectful, hard racing. And then in the cup series, it was a little bit of both. So you led me right into that point about the yeah. truck series and the lack of respect. I don't know how you feel about it, but to me, it was a little much. I, they, I, I was not a huge fan. To me, they look like a lot of the times it looks like um, it looks like legend car racing down at the shootout. Like a lot of a lot of just like I'm just gonna hit you. I'm yeah. not gonna race you. I'm just gonna hit you. No repercussions. Now, no. Yeah. So like, I, I I this is why I am a huge advocate of whooping someone's ass i mean <laughs> regardless if it's my ass that needs to get whooped because yeah. i once it gets whooped once my mom spanked me one time really hard i didn't do dumb stuff all that much anymore that <laughs> resorted to that type That's of lesson right so funny thing about pain that teaches somebody not to be dumb i'll okay. tell you who wanted to whoop someone's ass and was about to you see junior joiner dude holy jesus when he that looked man at- mad when he looked at the camera and like dead in it, dead so in the camera funny. and so mouth, mouth, what he mouthed. I was like, mass sarcasm. <laughs> I need you to meme this immediately. So, so but like going through, right. You talk. So we'll start, like start with John Hunter. First off, bud, you're just protecting points. Like why right. are you in the 22s and the 22s bumper right. like that? He gets jacked up. You have no reason to be racing him that hard. Mm-hmm. You do a three wide move running like 15th do a three wide move for what big picture yeah big picture and then you go off in there dive bomb him and quite frankly like you want to talk about getting turned yeah he got turned that was the end result but like the 22 kind of just ran his line down in there like you were in a bad spot john hunter should not have put himself in that position and austin wayne self he says he didn't know he was underneath him he should have known who was underneath him and what they had at stake. So both parties are definitely at fault. Yeah. It, I mean, was it a racing deal? Yeah. But was it dumb? Yeah. So yeah. there's that one. The one with the 38. I mean, that was that was wild. I mean, the 52 just ran through him, like just said, screw it. And the 21, like he was in, that was what he had to do. Like at least he didn't, he didn't wreck him, but he forced what happened with the 38, right? Because he went down in there and pushed him out of the way um 88 98 i don't know what the 98 was doing running it over his teammate that was crazy yeah then then creed is super mad at um crafting right i didn't i didn't see what happened so i don't know how egregious it was but into sheldon's point he's like man i was out here trying to race everyone clean and do what we had to do the right way right the racer way and i'm like i i respect that at the same time there comes a point where it's like it's me or you yeah and and where we saw with Brad, I felt like Brad in the cup race, he didn't do that. Like he didn't, he still finished behind the 18th, mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And if he wanted to, he had what 25 laps to wreck him. So yeah. like I was a little confused why. Well, that's Kyle what Kyle was, so was saying mad. too. He was confused. He 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 said like, and he was very adamant about it. He said, Brad and I raced respectfully all day long. If anything, I was more aggressive towards him. And then what he said was at the end, he wrecked him for no reason. He was like, For what? For second place? Didn't matter because you were gonna have to win anyway. One position does nothing for you. And but then he, he was but- like, You've been putting coins in the bucket all day and you emptied them right there at the end. So, yes, it's going to affect how I race you moving forward. So, I don't know what he was doing either. Maybe it was a misjudgment. I don't know, but we saw it across the board. Well, at one point, wasn't the 19, like, it was him, it was the 19, the 18, and the 2 within, like, a couple points, right? Yeah, they were close for the last 20 laps of the race. Right. So, like, at one point, it was, like, the 19 looked like he was going to end up being junk, and it was going to be whoever beat each other out of the 18. I don't know how he finished fourth. That's what that's know. what I'm saying. The 19 was he came plowed the wall. He was I mean, wet. If that, if that thing doesn't need a upper pivot points and lowers on the right front, I don't know what Dude, how, how. spitting water, right? Uh left front caved in, pancaked the wall, and then got run up the track by the 10, all in like a five-lap span. And somehow we finished fourth, much in part thanks to gaining like three rows on the last shoes. And Kyle came over the radio after he saw that. Because I think the 19 was in his mirror, and he was so devastated. He was like, well, there goes our shot. Because at that point, Truex was behind the 18, but then the twos allowed him to gain, like, five spots. So that might, that might be it right there. We might have just figured out the whole Kyle Busch, Brad Kazowski thing. Because I don't know if the two knew that the 19 was that far up. And that it took right the 18 news. So he yeah. Kyle's very cerebral, right? He knows what's going on around him all the time. And everything's happening so quick, right? So, so it's hard to relay the info. Yeah, right. So the two might not have known. He's like, all right, it's me or the 18. And he decided not. And yeah. you know what I mean? So it, that was a crazy situation. Then then you go to the Xfinity race, right? The 54 gets run over too. Like, you know, this is what we ask for. It like was we, great. we we asked for this, so I'm not great. gonna I'm not gonna be mad. I just want to see them fight after because I would be mad. Yeah, I do That's too. It. Just wrestle. I wish that they, I wish that they would throw fisticuffs. I wish that they would throw hands. I think out of any series, probably trucks would be the most likely to. Junior Joiner would be the most likely to. <laughs> Period. Um, That's it. But yeah, I mean, another thing too, and I mean, I'm not one to, to you know nitpick Matt Crafton because Lord knows he's way more successful than I will ever be in the sport, and I he can also beat my that. ass. Well, but, yeah, you can do that. <laughs> but he and Junior on the radio, you know, multiple times this season have said, like, oh, I, I'm going to knock that man, that guy's teeth in after the race. Or, like, I'm going to beat his ass. And, I mean, to Junior's respect to Junior, because he was trying to actually He was that ready ass. to go. He I think was he was going go. after Trip Bruce on the 52. Trip Bruce, yeah. Him um, and Trip were nose to nose. But Crafton, I think he was asked, too, by Dustin Long, like, why don't you go beat people up? Like, wh- why, why don't you go punch somebody in the face when you're mad? And he kind of gave up. And answer like, well, it doesn't do anybody any good. You know, I'm battling for the championship, whatever. Um, but I do wish that we would see that. And also talking about Xfinity, too, we saw Hemrick and Gregson go at it earlier this year at Atlanta. Oddly enough, that them two are running side by side. Noah's told winners want the front row. He takes the lead over Hemrick on the outside at Martinsville, which is not easy to do. And it's a complete 180 from what we saw a couple hours earlier in the truck race on Saturday, when you see complete disrespect, beating and banging out of the way, wrecking people for the win. Noah went up there, did it respectfully, did it cleanly, did it well, 
and he winds up having a walk-off home run and gets himself into the championship for what are you saying uh, this for it was clean that part was clean but the 54 part was not oh yeah i know i'm talking about no specific so, no yeah. yeah no but, but no right. nowhere to get to that point wasn't clean getting there but i'll give yeah. you the the him now if i'm surprised that hemrick didn't take a shot there well he said he said after the race and you could tell he was like torn about it because he obviously has not won a race in nascar i think it's now 209 races that uh, across the national series he hasn't won and he was torn because he said the racer in me did not make the right decision but we as a team decided to take the bottom because we knew that we were points racing at that moment because their goal as he said is to get to the championship four at the start of the season that's what they set out to do and he thought that if he was putting himself on the outside he made his inside susceptible to getting wrecked and if he loses a couple spots he's out so even though he wanted to win, the team overall, including him, made that decision to take the bottom in points race. And he was not super pleased with himself about it afterwards. So that probably answers your question. Yeah, I just feel like, I, I mean, I just feel like that was the moment. So I, I, it's funny because I just watched the Dale Jr. download episode with him and Kyle Busch talking about the Richmond incident. Yeah. And, and Jr. was like, after he's like, I was getting a lot of pressure from my fans and like on myself to retaliate and do something back because I felt like the racer in me, if I didn't do something, people were always going to walk over me. And I kind of feel like that was a similar moment mm. for the 18. Like, you know, damn Skippy that in Phoenix, if the 18 is in front of the nine to win the championship, nine's moving him, moving him. He'll, he'll, he'll send him back to Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> He'll go off in the, in the last turn. He'll send him all the way back home. Yeah. Like, I don't you know. You think Hammer would do the same, though? I don't know now. Like, I like to think so. Like, yeah. look, if, if again, if it's me or you, it's got to be me because. Got to be selfish. You don't pay my paycheck. Yeah. All right, Mambo. We got a big weekend coming up. You're going down to Phoenix. I'm also going out there to Phoenix. We got 12 drivers eligible for three championships. Let's go in chronological order here. Start with the truck series. Matt Crafton and Ben Rhodes at Thor Sport. You got Zane Smith at GMS, who doesn't know what the hell he's doing next year. So a championship could go a long way for him. And of course, you got John Hunter Nemechek, who gets in by the skin of his teeth. He's been the dominant truck all season. Those four going for the truck title. Defending champ Sheldon Creed narrowly misses out on the championship four. You would say that John Hunter is probably the favorite. But then you look at Thor Sport and you say, well, they've had some good runs this season. Crafton's a savvy veteran. So is Rhodes. And Zane's obviously pretty hungry. So I don't know where to lean on this one. My mind tells me the four, but I'm curious what you think. I think it's the fours to lose, right? Yeah. I think that's the right way to say it. Like, they just got to do what they got to do and do what they've been doing. They almost lost it. They almost gave it all away a lot this past week, obviously. Yeah. Um, they got to be happy that the two's not in it. Honestly, if you're the if you're those guys, you're like, oh, Creed's not in it. Ooh, yeah, that's that's nice. But Zane, Zane ain't no slouch now. Mm -hmm. Like Zane's battling for his. He he won that race, and then broke the flag on yeah. his knee. Did a little I was wrong. like, I was like, what the? But you know, they so this race is gonna be wild. I don't know about roads. Like roads to me is like a middle of the road <laughs> like he's yeah he's, he's, he's hot and cold like, too a little bit inconsistent 
Yeah, which has kind of been his whole career. I feel like after the Arca days, like after mm-hmm. what was KM, but the Arca days where he won like six races in the championship, yeah. he moved up and it was like hard. And then he's kind of been fluttering around. And then you got the savvy vet. So it's like, I, I don't know where to go. Um, speed, raw speed, it's the four, I think. Yeah. But, you know, the 21 really might, 21 really might surprise some people and win this, win this whole thing. My pick is the four. Real quick, who's yours? I'm going. I'm going to 21. Okay, yes. Zane Smith, back to back champs for GMS racing. We'll see how that plays out. Let's move mm-hmm. on to Xfinity. We got four drivers there as well. You got Daniel Hemmerk of Joe Gibbs Racing, who's moving on to Colleg next year. Right. Noah Gregson of Junior Motorsports, who is coming back to the nine car next season. Right. And then the other two drivers, of course. Who do you have? You don't have Justin Allgaier. If you don't have Justin Haley, you got AJ Allmendinger. I had a brain fart for a sec. I had to work so, through it. You, know? you were so straight. I was like, <laughs> I had to work through it. You know, it's been a long couple of days. Uh, still sleep deprived. AJ Allmendinger and of course Austin Cindric. I forgot the two dominant cars all season long. Um, I I went with AJ from the start of the playoffs, so I think it'd be naive to go away from him now. So I think Mrs. America or Miss North Carolina, hopefully soon to be Miss America. It's going to have Mr. Xfinity Series champ, Mr. America. I'll go with the 16 to win. Dude, I said from the time last year when it came out that AJ was running full-time in Xfinity, I said he is the best driver in the series right now that's full-time because he signed. He has Mm -hmm. proven that he is the best to me because their stuff is not as good as the Penske stuff. So he's elevated their stuff to being there. Um. I'm going with my boy, AJ. I think he's going to be a champ. That's a full circle deal. Yeah. Like it's been full circle already, but AJ comes back after all that he's been through and all he's yep. done, wins a championship. That's, I mean, and the celebration is going to be nutty. So I unreal. That's why I want to see it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was talking to his wife, Tara on pit road at Martinsville. And I was like, I kind of just want to see him win just so I can see the celebration. I mean, he'll lose his voice in two seconds. He'll cry like a baby. Uh, he'll probably shotgun some beers like Noah did and like Caitlin Larson does. That would be a celebration to end all celebrations. That's why I want to see it happen. I, I'm here for that. Uh, the the nine, if the not, I'm telling you though, the nine is the wild card that's going to make this thing oh, yeah. exciting. Yeah. yeah. And we're not, we're not sure. even talking about the 22 who has been the best car all season, won this race a year ago, is going up to the cup series next year. Yeah. I think you're going to have to beat the 22 to do it, but my gut tells me AJ and my heart kind of tells me AJ. So I'm going with the dinger. The the 22 always wins. Like when he wins, it's so smooth when he wins. Yeah. Like yeah. it's so non-exciting. Like usually they dominate. And when they win, they dominate. Like it's yeah. not like a battle. So I think this is going to battle. You got to battle for the championship. You're not going to walk the dog on them. All right. Cup series action. Two Hendrick, two Gibbs. Larson and Elliott versus Hamlin and Truex. This one's tough because obviously on paper, you say you got to go through Larson. But then you look at the stats of Phoenix, and Truex has been exceptional there. One earlier this year. Denny won, has won a couple times at Phoenix. Chase won the race last year. And who's hot coming in, right? Truex gets in by the skin of his teeth, and he has a good run at Martinsville. He's great at Phoenix. Elliott won the first two stages at Martinsville, but got crashed late by Brad. He doesn't have a great finish, but he had the raw speed. Then you got Denny, who's still, who knows where his mind is right now. You assume that it'll be on the straight and narrow. And then Larson, obviously, who Phoenix is not necessarily his best track, but also Hendrick Motorsports. He's having the best season of his career. He's won nine freaking times. I don't know where to go on this one either because I picked Larson at the start of the playoffs. 
But Truex at Phoenix, he's kind of that sneaky guy who can just fly under the radar a little bit, unload well, qualify. We got practice and qualifying this weekend, by the way. Um, he'll probably going to have some speed right off the truck. It's going to be those four running one, two, three, four at the end of the race. I mean, you know that's going to happen. I really don't know where to lean on this one. So I'll give it to you first. Who do you think is going to win? I look, uh, my, my championship champion all year was YRB the 12. I just felt like he was going to come off and do a lot of stuff he hadn't done this year. And he did all those things Got and close. it didn't work out. Got close. It didn't work out. And, but my, my second pick was the five because Cliff Daniels has mm-hmm. a lot to prove, right? Coming off the, he doesn't get enough credit by the way. Does not. You know that that man was with Tony Stewart and Jimmy Johnson. Like when was he with Tony? When uh, in 2013, huh. he was with. Tony. I didn't know he, he was, was a Stewart Haas. Yeah, he was. Uh, yeah, yeah, he was over there. He was the um, the head engineer over there, right? So he's been with, you know, Grand Total. I guess Tony's got three, right? Tony's mm-hmm. got three titles, ten championships, ten championships. Yeah, and like and and he worked with Chad Knauss. Like yep. he has something to prove for him. Kyle, he has something to prove coming back. He's like, no, I'm I'm not the guy you guys always saw Ganassi running the fence down after leading a bunch of laps and should have mm-hmm. winning a bunch of races. No, no, no. I'm championship caliber guy. And that whole that whole five team, they were on the 48 too, right? They had a very rough last year. So here we are. I'm going with the five. The 12 is out. I thought the 12 could be the kryptonite to Superman that is Kyle Larson and and Cliff Daniels in that five group. So I'm going with the five. My gut tells me it's going to be true X. Something be, about it. That'd be gnarly. It just does. And it's crazy, too, because you don't think a true X is having four wins this season, but he does. It's been quiet because he got a couple at the beginning of the year. Yeah, he does. Uh, And he ran really well at Richmond, a race that he did not win, I don't think, in the playoffs. One ran really well there. And Phoenix is very similar to Richmond. And Truex won at Phoenix earlier this year. He had a great run last weekend. And the team also, I think that's a big thing. I mean, all four teams know that they're capable of it. But I do think – that Truex and the team after what happened to them at Martinsville, they got some good vibes going right now. So I think that they're primed to kind of fly under the radar a little bit, run top five all day, maybe not have the most dominant car, whether it's a late pit stop or the car comes on late in the day when the sun begins to go down. I don't know, but something tells me that it's going to be Truex. And I also must say too, that's not an indictment on Larson at all because some people are going to say, Oh, Playoff format's terrible. Nine wins. He doesn't win the championship. That's BS. Play by the rules that you're dealt. Okay. We knew this was a possibility. I've said it before on this show, Mamba. You can lead every single lap in 35 races and every single lap in the finale, and you can still lose the championship. That's just how the rules are. All that matters is if you lead the last one or if you're ahead of all of them in the championship four and the last one. My gut tells me true X. I'm going to roll with it. Look, the only the the caveat to the whole deal is I think that you are going to Chase Elliott has a lot of swagger, bro. Just that team has a lot of swagger and and they they know they can do it. And I think he's gonna be like a bulldog trying to yeah. get that get that bone away from him. But I especially if the Braves win too. He's hyped up. He's got Braves going good. He's got Georgia yep. Bulldogs going good. 
Yeah. I mean, he's hyped. So I'm excited to see it. It's going to be great. Who knows? We're going to find out after this weekend. But then he's the fastest car on 750 tracks, according to Motorsports Analytics. So it's like we didn't even talk about him, but on paper, statistically, he probably is the favorite on paper. I, I don't know. It, this is tough. I do think, and I'll let you go for this. Do you think that the four drivers, the two Gibbs, the two Hendrick drivers, the nine, the five, the 11, the 19, do you think they're the four best drivers in the Cup Series this year? No. You think YRB's up there? Yeah. Yeah. You're biased. He's no, I am biased. I am biased. <laughs> I'm openly biased, but he is because he, he led the Ford camp this year. He did. Like he, he did. Like, so he had three wins. And yeah. he was the most consistent leading into the playoffs. Like, I think he had, he had like six or seven consecutive consecutive races in the top 10 and like had a lot of stage points going in. Like, yeah, I think, uh, you know, again, I'm biased. Right. But yeah, but the stats back up my biasness. Is that a word? Bias. That it's just bias. Yeah. It's, I, uh, I think it is the four best drivers though. Larson, obviously. Uh, Hamlin's been battling with him all regular season long. Truex is tied for second most wins in the in the Cup Series this year. And then Chase, even though he's only got a couple and he hasn't won on an oval, he's been up front every single week. So he literally hasn't won on an oval this year. I know, I know. Like that's a weird thing, and I'm not like knocking him, but like on the year, as you look at the year, yeah, like they it's weird. They haven't won on an oval. Yeah. They've only won road courses, which is great for him next year, but. Mm-hmm. Is weird. All right. Um, all right. Weird. Last thing before I let you go. How was the Halloween party? What'd you dress up as? I saw some I pictures. Was, yeah, I was Django from Django Unchained. Yeah. I was yeah. Went, dove into my you did it well. box. Thank you. Thank you. It was fun. It was a good I, you know, everyone was texting me, like, ah, oh, what's the vibe gonna be like? I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, we have a lot of the things to celebrate. We got friends, yeah. family, and health. Like, let's let's celebrate. It was a good year for Ryan. Yeah, it's at his house, and but he's in good spirits, man. He he, he understood that they they did almost everything they had to do. And I think he has a lot to hang his hat on. It's, you know, he had a, a really good year. It was, a, it was his best year ever. So yeah, it was. other than going to the final four, like you can't, can't really be mad about it. He was awesome powers, right? He was awesome powers. He did a good awesome powers too. He had a right. Yes. He didn't shave because Austin doesn't have a beard. So wait, Ryan ain't never going to shave. Nah, him. He ain't like, nah, shave it's too close him. to offset season. He ain't shaving. All right. I'll see you in Phoenix, Mamba. Uh, Love you, a little dog. different show this week, a little different vibe, but next week, maybe we'll, uh, we'll get the champion on. I, I feel like they I, won't be in, in high command next week. I, yeah, no, I think next week, we next week, maybe we try something new. Maybe we try something new, maybe like a, a old school big box, you know, get, a, maybe we'll get like six, seven people on here and we'll do all this rap. That'd be kind of cool. That's you know a big box, a big box, little screen, mm-hmm. big box little screen big box big dreams <laughs> big things coming ahead for both of us i'll see you in phoenix brother i love you big dog